Welcome to the Elliott Confidential Podcast. I'm Christopher Elliott, and I'm here with Aiden Elliott and Aaron Elliott, and yes. we are in Zurich, Switzerland. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with two yes men. Yes. We're very yes-like men. You We've haven't been, inspired. been well. You haven't been yes men to me today. All we day. look like the word. But now you are. We look like the word yes. Uh, okay. We can discombobulate ourselves into the shape of like a Y and E and an S. I am so sorry that it's been two weeks since our last podcast. Yes, we know that you've been waiting for that juicy bit about <laughs> Israel, and we haven't gotten it to you. So, without further ado, well, let's let's talk a little bit about Israel and a lot about Switzerland because we've been in Switzerland for two weeks now. And we have a lot to say about that. But before we do that, let's get to our question of the week, which is, what is the most expensive vacation that you've ever had? <laughs> and we're asking because we're in Switzerland and it is expensive here completely. Jeez, I mean, it's not even, it's no joke. You can expect to, you can expect to pay three times more here just... Just saying, you know. Uh, today, well, we were at a boarding school visiting with some people who we knew uh, called the Institute am Rosenberg, and they said that they would estimate, the, the director general there said the uh, vacations are probably 40, 30 to 40 percent more expensive than on average. Yeah, but they also tried to cut the competition by making everything just better. It's true, yes. Um, they're raising the bar, trying to have a better vacation experience. Anyway, so our question is, please tell us about the most expensive, the most money you've spent on vacation. Tell us your stories, your horror stories about spending more than you thought you had, being broadsided with fees and extras, and, um, you know, coming home with no money. <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that. Anyway, um, why don't we talk about Israel and kind of wrap that up? Because I think that we've had chance, a chance to process what happened to us in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Aiden, any thoughts about uh, Israel now that you've had some you know, perspective? Well, I don't really remember much from Israel because I was overworked when we were in Israel. Um, not by you, Father, of course. Guys, don't go into the comments. The don't go into the comments saying that my father overworks me. It wasn't for my father. <laughs> Um, it was video editing in school and such, but that's all behind me now. As far as what I do remember about Israel, the food was impeccable. Okay, you, you did two things with us. Well, in Jerusalem, you did two things with us, and then in Tel Aviv. One of them you involved had, food. You, yeah, we went to the market and got food. Yes, and, and then falafels, falafels all that stuff. So Amazing. We, I don't think I've ever heard anyone refer to falafels as impeccable, but okay. And then we also did the... Divine. Uh, di divine. divine. Divine is a good word to be using in Jerusalem. And then we also... <laughs> oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, nice. We also went to the, um, the tunnels uh, underneath uh, the, the Western Wall. Yeah. That one was interesting. I, found I thought that so, one, too. Uh, quite insightful. And if, you, yeah, if you go there, a lot of people just stop where they're praying at the Western Wall and they watch. But there is a tour that you can take of... These, they're old cisterns and women. And the staff there are kind of mischievous and goofy because when we were there and one of the sections of the wall got flooded, they put goldfish in there to that's freak true. people out. That that's, is, that's pretty zany, if I'm being honest. Okay, we're going to work through all of your synonyms for zany. 
Yes, right. I have. I I've been um I've been putting together and collecting all the synonyms for goofy, and I just am saying them at every opportunity I can. Well, so you'll have an opportunity here for the listeners. You will hear yes. all of them today. Aaron, I thought we might talk about the Museum of Islamic Art because it was fascinating. Oh yeah, I think. Well, we we were we were there. We had already walked all day, so we were quite tired. We were exhausted. But yeah. When we got there. Um, it was a very interesting concept. They have this iPad with QR codes and they allow you to see art in, in maybe a way that they believe a, a, a Muslim would see the art. So that way it builds uh, cultural connections and whatnot. And otherwise it's, it's just a very interesting museum with a lot of interesting Islamic art. And uh, definitely worth a visit if you go to Jerusalem. Yeah, what I th thought was really interesting was that they are really doing an outreach to the Muslims who live in Jerusalem um, and to the Jewish community because they want people to understand uh, what the two have in common, which is a lot actually. So I thought that that was really interesting. We also got comments from people who are asking, did I talk to any Palestinians? Yes, uh, our driver was Palestinian. We took a cab and he spent a lot of time talking about what it's like to be Palestinian and live in Jerusalem. And surprisingly, he had some positive things to say. He, he said he liked the health care. Like, if you want to get health care in Israel, it's free. You, I mean, it's something you pay your taxes and you get free health care. In the, in the Palestinian territories, there's no health care system. Uh, you, you have to pay to, to... Even when you say Palestinian territories, you're still going to get people I'm... saying, no, it's all Israel. Okay, well, we're not going there. Yeah. Um, the question is, would we go back to Israel? I think that the question, well, that question I can answer pretty succinctly. Uh, sure, not on the top of my priority, but like there are, I mean, it's an interesting place. It, for me, has a lot of cool cultural things like markets, architecture. If I hummus. am really craving a good falafel, I will go to fly to Israel. I will fly to Israel. I will go to Tel Aviv. I will go to that market that we went to that our um, food journalist oh. friend showed us that exact place that we only had the sample at. Just the Levinsky I should have gotten. I should have gotten a full, full one because that was the best falafel I had had in my entire life. Oh, I should have no. gone back to, I should have gone to an ATM and got cash because technically they only took cash. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> no, 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 not that place. Jerusalem, that one vegan um, wrap yeah. that we had, it, that wasn't was a, it wasn't a falafel. It was, it was a shawarma. I remember that. Vegan yeah, that shawarma. Was so good with all these different types of, of vegan um, meat substitutes, but um, it, that didn't really matter. It was the seasoning. That guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, it was oh huge. And you ate the whole thing. I can't mm -hmm. believe it. And I could have eaten Which is like, like one of those anacondas eating an alligator. I could have or made a avocado of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, goodness. Yeah. But you know, if you really enjoy that sort of, if you really enjoy Israel and what it has to offer, go there. But for me, I think that, well, overall, I'm not, so in madly in love with Israel like it's it's competitive with other places nearby like yeah. if I were given the opportunity to go to Cyprus or to Israel or to some other place near Israel I I think I would go to Cyprus just for those tahina pitas. You go to yeah, tahina pitas. yeah it's all about the food I would go back I think there's more to discover there and the Israelis that I met were very friendly I was surprised um, I don't know what I was expecting but I didn't expect them to be so friendly. They were really nice. 
and they treated us very warmly and uh, I felt very welcome there. So mm -hmm. I, would, I would go. And it's a very historic destination too. I mean, it's not without its problems, but you know, it, there's more to be seen. So hopefully, but I do want to say one thing though. Israel has a reputation for being so um, security conscious. And when we uh, came in from Cyprus and, uh, and we you know, had to show our passports and all that stuff, I thought that we were going to get interrogated. Instead, we just walked right through. Yeah, they, they, they didn't even look at our passport. Even. Yeah, well, they we, didn't we had to scan even... it. But yeah, they, well, they, they didn't. Okay, yeah, you're right. They scanned it, but they, gave it. A, they, they saw that we were in a group that, uh, uh, as a, like a family. And then they just gave us these just, little, yeah, little pieces of paper and right they said, yeah. go right through. Well, the interesting thing is that in Israel, they use technology to um, assess your th the threat before you get on the flight. Yeah. So they don't wait till you're there to say, oh, you look suspicious. So they had already had our passport numbers and they had already run our passports to make sure that we were not, you know, terrorists or anything like that. And they that. would have never even let us on the plane in the first place if they Exactly. Thought. I don't think they would have. But once we got there, it was like, yep, yeah, here, walk through. Yeah. And we did not even, you know, no stamp in the passport. The Israelis don't stamp their passport. Anyway, uh, all good stuff. Uh, this is the LA Confidential Podcast and I am Christopher Elliott joined with joined by my sons, Aaron and Ian Elliott. And remember our question of the week, which is what's the most you've ever spent on a vacation? Tell us about your most expensive vacation. So let's get to Switzerland, shall we? Yeah, We've so been... we went to, from Istanbul because we had a Yeah, we flew to Istanbul, there. right. And then we finally got to Mulhouse, which is in France. And then we finally Mulhouse. arrived in that That's a Basel. Euro airport. Yeah, Mulhouse Euro airport. Oh, it's Mulhouse. just like, yeah. When you say Euro airport, I think of guys and like a rave going, hi, welcome to the Euro airport. Yeah. When, the, when he says Mulhouse, I think of the Simpsons. Oh yeah, right, right. Uh, so we are, we're living in Basel at a really nice blue ground rental. We love blue ground. And it is close to everything. It's probably, yep. it's two blocks away from the main train station, the Hauptbahnhof. Cool time to be here. Um, the weather is not too cold, although we've had a couple of cooler days. And, um, it's just a really, it's like a small town, uh, but it is the third largest city in Switzerland. And, uh, and it's just got a lot of really cool art galleries and museums and- Big Pharma. Big Pharma, Big Pharma on the other side of town, that's true. Aaron, you've done, you and I have done some things while Aiden is busy working. And we should say that Aiden, you've been working on your YouTube videos and your channel is doing very well. We're very proud of you. Yes. But Aaron, you and I have, we took a bike ride out to the um, out to Germany, Deutschland. Yeah, and uh, what did you think of? We took an e-bike that we rented oh. at the well. Uh, first, we went station. we went and we saw a bunch of these uh, museums. We saw the Bayerly Center, yeah, the uh, Fondation Bayerly yeah, Center, which has a French name even though it's in Germany. Yeah, Fondation Bayerly, and um, with some great modern art. I have a it question for you guys. There. I have a question for you guys. When you were in Germany, did you do anything mischievous? We actually went into a bakery. The moment we crossed the border, I said, "I got to go to a bakery," and we, we, because we were, we love German bread, and they didn't take credit cards. Oh, and I didn't have euros. That bakery is so quirky and deceitful. Okay, see, I knew you were going to try to yeah, use your synonyms. <laughs> I, I have a list right on my computer right here. Oh, good lord. Okay, we have, but there was an exhibit there on robots and humans oh. interacting. 
And I thought that that was kind of Yeah, cool. they were interested in like making sure that the robots paid their taxes. Bob zahlt keine Steuer. Okay, now Auf Wiedersehen, with German. Auf Wiedersehen, Bob. Yeah. There's, okay. this, uh, there's this popular saying in German that our father recently taught us. It's, uh, ich zahle keine Steuern. Okay, that was, I didn't teach you that. You taught us that. <laughs> I that was I've been going up to like the, TikTok. I've been going up to like these government officials and police officers walking around and I go up to them and they're like, ich zahle keine Steuern. I have been tased four times since coming to Switzerland. Okay. They really want you to That's pay your great. taxes. I here. hope you enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, maybe, maybe I like it. Maybe you do. Yeah. Uh, well, some okay. sick fantasy of mine. This I'm is, sorry. Well, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, no one is gonna understand that this. You got this sorry kind of steuern It means from wait, TikTok, guys, guys, it's guys. A, it's a TikTok meme. for the. For the audio listeners, ich zahle keine Steuern means I don't pay taxes. I don't pay taxes. I don't pay taxes, which is true. I'm a minor. Yeah, you, but I'm pretty soon I'm going to be paying taxes. Well, you don't got pay, that YouTube money even coming so, in. so, you wouldn't be paying taxes in Switzerland. You're right. You're right. So, ich, ich, but we ich found zahle out keine though that Schweizer Steuern. Schweizer Steuern. Schweizer yeah, but, Steuern. But you, I found out that if you go down to the to Chur, which is down farther south, that canton has really low taxes. So a lot of a lot of the really rich people move there. Oh, I thought it was took. Uh, okay, well, well, why do they have good infrastructure? I think they do have good infrastructure. Oh, maybe it's, it's like maybe it's like a federal infrastructure. Right, as a part of the Confederation. I, I don't know. Conf- that, that's what. That sounds wrong as an American. Okay, but it's it's the it's part of the Confederation. Oh, C-H part is the Confederation Helvetica. Okay. So <laughs> you see the C H stickers on the cars. Anyway. Um, so we were, we were talking about Basel and the Hepsmesse, the Fall Fair, and Magenbrot. And we we've done two walking tours so far. Literally. Yeah, we we met. Okay, we went and met. You, the, you the need guys. to send pictures of the packaging for Leckerly. Okay, Leckerly. Right there. I, why don't you explain what Leckerly is? Because you've been eating a lot of it. Leckerly is delicious, and it is better than any gingerbread. Yes, yeah, gingerbread. It's, it's gingerbread. But it's, it's better, kind of chewy gingerbread. It's super chewy. Oh yes. my goodness. It's better than any gingerbread you'll ever have. Crunchy gingerbread that's kind of stale? No. Not for me. I like the chewy gingerbread, especially when it has a guy sticking out his tongue on the packaging. Yes. And you can put the tongue in and take the tongue out. You need to send the, you need to put the picture I in, probably if I can get a picture story. of that, yes. That okay. is the best packaging. So we, ever. we went to this place called uh, uh, that that makes the Leckerly. Yes. Uh, and you are we, Basler yeah. Leckerli. Yes, Basler Leckerli. Basler Leckerli. Uh, they, they are, okay. I've been, I have, as a journalist, I've toured many businesses. And when you ask a question that they don't want to answer because, you know, there's a trade secret or something like they'll say, look, we really can't talk about that. Well, we were in there with this guy and <laughs> everything was a trade secret. You can't take pictures in here, he said. Okay. So I said, how long do you keep the gingerbread in the oven? He wouldn't tell us. He said, uh, short and hot. That's mm-hmm. his, he said, I'm not going to tell you anymore. <laughs> and, I, and I knew that if I asked him what the recipe was, he would be like, yeah, are you kidding me? But everything, everything right down to the, the way that they uh, glazed their gingerbread was a secret. They would not tell us how they did it. I wish I went there. Now I'm never going to find out the secrets. And the guy who ran it had an MBA from Northwestern. So we were talking about the states, but he was Swiss. So he he uh, he totally understood um, he understood journalists and their 
American journalists and their questions. Like, we'll ask anything, right? So that was kind of... Anything for a story. uh, Anything, that's right. Or is it never let the facts get in the way of a good story? Well, it's something like that. Yeah, the facts don't matter as long as you feel right and it makes you and you feel good. That's the new journalism, right? Yeah. Uh, So our overall assessment of Basel is yes, good, thumbs up, and we'll have more in future podcasts. should we do Zurich or should we save that for next week? Uh, we haven't done enough in Zurich, honestly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's let's do Zurich in St. Gallen next week. So stay tuned for next week's podcast because we'll talk about... We're going to be going to the mountains tomorrow. I'm really excited about oh, that. Oh, the mountains. To the Alps. Alps. We're in its way like... Right on the Italian you think border. We can, you think we can uh, go skiing a little bit? Yeah, possibly? maybe. Well, let's see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could take you guys with us. You know, I wish I could take all my readers. You're not going to take us with you? Listeners. No, my listeners. Oh, I, I, listeners. I just, sometimes I feel Sorry. like the only way of really showing you what's going on is to bring you along. And I don't know how many, we have a couple of thousand people who, maybe more, who listen to this. So it might be impractical to do that. Our question of the week is most expensive vacation that you've ever had. And uh, so don't forget to share that with us. Let's do our comments from last week. Uh, Last week I asked what vacation changed your life the most. Christine writes, one place I've been to that's changed my life forever is Sweden, where a handshake is a contract. I went for my first time to visit my mother's family Her cousin and I went shopping for a video camera for him, and he wasn't sure. And the owner of the store told him to take it home and try it, and if he didn't like it, he could return it before he paid for it. That was 18 years ago. Can you believe that? That's just never done. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a lot of trust. Um, Sweden is on our list. I would like to go to Sweden very much. We have a friend, a good friend, who lives in Sweden, and he's been asking, when when are you guys going to make it up here? Um... Judy says, the place that changed me forever was South Africa. Oh, South Africa. She says she was a Rotary Exchange student in Cape Town for a year uh, and also traveled to what is now Namibia and Zimbabwe for a girl from the rural Midwest who had never even seen the ocean before landing in Cape Town. The cultural, geographical, and racial, and educational, uh, and all the other differences had me slack-jawed daily. Now, would you guys say that when we were in South Africa, you were slack-jawed? I think uh, there were sometimes maybe when we were. Not really. I mean, but there, is certain, there are certain things where it's just like, yeah, it's South Africa. I don't know how else to describe it, where you just see an abundance of um, poverty and misery, and then you see stunning mountains and really interesting stuff it's, over there Yeah, in it's South a lot Africa. of contrast there, that's for sure. Judy writes, on my first visit to Israel about 30 years ago, I visited a kibbutz, seemingly a shadow's distance from Lebanon on the north and with a view of Jordan to the east from my guest bedroom window. On a tour of the kibbutz, I was shown an air raid room and was told that each block of homes had such a room. I asked, when was the last time you had to use it? And they said, nine months ago. Made me appreciate Israel and the residents even more than before. Magnificent country. Okay. I don't like the idea of having to use an, an air raid safe room, uh, but uh, I think that makes the danger makes Israel 
more interesting somehow, doesn't it? Yep. Oh man, that actually no, that sounds actually like really like a really cool experience. Going even, into you, an air raid room, yeah. yeah. Even the uh, you know. We're at the end of our podcast. I'm so glad you guys joined us. My name is Christopher Elliott, and on behalf of Aaron and Aiden Elliott, we're so glad that you joined us. We are in Switzerland for a few more weeks. We hope you'll join us next time on the LA Confidential Podcast. Bye. Bye-bye. Right,